Hey everybody, this is NJ, the host of the NJ Podcast, and this is Five Point Fridays. This is part of the Everyday Series where we share insights and ideas based uh, based on a topic that's of, of a good importance, and these insights will be shared in the format of five different points. Uh, Fridays is a good time to sit and reflect on such topics because you're winding down from the week and you you may be ramping up to start grinding more on the weekend and this is the season finale episode 20 a lot of episodes a lot of information thank you very much for enjoying and on this episode we're going to talk about the stages of grief the stages of grief grief is defined as an intense sorrow especially caused by someone's death or a feeling of loss when we lose a loved one, the pain we experience can be unbearable. Understandably, grief is complicated and we sometimes wonder if the pain will ever end. We go through a variety of emotional experiences such as anger, confusion and sadness. Now, there's a theory developed by a psychiatrist, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, that suggests that we go through five distinct stages of grief after the loss of a loved one. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally, acceptance. Now this episode, I know over the years it's been a pandemic, COVID-19, you may have lost a loved one. I've been through this myself as well, going through the five stages of grief where you lose someone that you never thought you would ever lose and you'd wonder if the grief will ever end and it may not even be the loss of a loved one it may be the loss of a job it may be the loss of a reality it may even be the loss of um, yourself and a sense of identity and when you're going through the grieving process it may seem that you can may not even see the light at the end of the tunnel sometimes you may not see the tunnel but if history has shown anything and my personal experiences have shown anything is that you will heal, you will smile again, things will make sense, you may grieve, you may grieve, but sometimes the grief doesn't end, but you learn to live with it and your life will be better for it. So don't give up hope. Go through these stages of grief because it's very important. There's a saying, good grief, because when you go through the grief and you cry and you go through sorrow, it cleanses your soul and allows you to have a perspective that you can carry on. But don't shortcut the process. Go through these five stages of grief. And if you lost someone, you lost, lost something, go through these so that you can heal. The first stage of grief is denial. Ernest Hemingway said, most men would rather deny a hard truth than face it. The first stage in this theory, denial, helps us to minimize the overwhelming pain of loss. As we process the reality of our loss, we are also trying to survive emotional pain. It can be hard to believe we have lost an important person in our lives especially when we may have just spoken with this person the previous week or even the previous day. 
Our reality has shifted completely in this moment of loss. It can take our minds some time to adjust to this new reality. We are reflecting on the experiences we have shared with the person we lost. And we might find ourselves wondering how to move forward in life without this person. This is a lot of information to explore and a lot of painful imagery to process. Denial attempts to slow this process down and take us through it one step at a time, rather than risk the potential of feeling overwhelmed by our emotions. Denial is not only an attempt to pretend that the loss does not exist, we are also trying to absorb and understand what is happening. The next stage of grief is anger. Lee Lakoka said, In times of great stress or adversity, it's always best to keep busy, to plow your anger and your energy into something positive. It is common to experience anger after the loss of a loved one. We are trying to adjust to a new reality and we are likely experiencing extreme emotional discomfort. There is so much to process that anger may feel like it allows us emotional outlet. Keep in mind that anger does not require us to be very vulnerable. However, it tends to be more socially acceptable than admitting we are scared. Anger allows us to express emotion with less fear of judgment or rejection. Unfortunately, anger tends to be the first thing we feel when we start to release emotions related to loss. This can leave you feeling isolated in your experience and perceived as unapproachable by others in moments when we could benefit from comfort, connection, and reassurance. The next stage is bargaining. Dormammu, I've come to bargain, said Dr. Strange. When coping with loss, it's, it isn't unusual to feel so desperate that you are willing to do almost anything to alleviate or minimize the pain. Losing a loved one can cause us to consider any way we can avoid the current pain or the pain we are anticipating from loss. There are many ways we may try to bargain. Bargaining can come in a variety of promises including, you know, God, if you can heal this person, I will turn my life around. Or God, I promise to be better if you let this person live. Or, you know, God, I never, I'll never get angry again if you can stop him or her from dying or leaving me. When bargaining starts to take place, we are often directing our request to a higher power or something bigger than we are that may, able, may be able to influence a different outcome. There is an acute awareness of our humanness in these moments when we realize that there is nothing we can do to influence change or a better end result. This feeling of helplessness can cause us to react and protest by bargaining, which gives us a perceived sense of control over something that feels so out of control. While bargaining, we also tend to focus on our personal faults or regrets. We might look back at our interactions with the person we are losing and note all the times we felt disconnected or may have caused them pain. It is common to recall times when we may have said things we did not mean and wish we could go back and behave differently. We also tend to make the dramatic assumption that if things had played out differently, we would not be in such an emotionally painful place in our lives. The next stage is depression. 
J.K. Rowling said, It's so difficult to describe depression to someone who's never been there because it's not sadness. I know sadness. Sadness is to cry and to feel. But it's that cold absence of feeling. That really hollowed out feeling. During our experience of processing grief, there comes a time when our imaginations calm down and we slowly start to look at the reality of our present situation. Bargaining no longer feels like an option and we are faced with what's happening. We start to feel the loss of our loved one more abundantly as our panic begins to subside, the emotional fog begins to clear and the loss feels more present and unavoidable. In those moments, we tend to pull inward as the sadness grows. We find ourselves retreating, being less sociable and reaching out less to others about what we are going through. Although this is a very natural stage of grief, dealing with depression after the loss of a loved one can be extremely isolating. The last stage of grief is acceptance. Generally, self-acceptance is conceptualized as an affirmation or acceptance of self in spite of weaknesses or deficiencies, said Michael Barnard. Well, Michael Bernard. When we come to a place of acceptance, it is not that we no longer feel the pain of loss. However, we are no longer resisting the reality of our situation, and we are not struggling to make it different something different. Sadness and regret can still be present in this phase, but the emotional survival tactics of denial Bargaining and anger are less likely to be present. Now, there are different types of grief that we can go through. I mean, you know, as we consider the five stages of grief, it's important to note that people grieve differently and you may or may not go through each of these st stages or experience each of them in order. The line of, lines of these stages are often blurred. We may move from one stage to another and possibly back again before fully moving into a new stage. In addition, there is no specific time period suggested for any of these stages. Someone may experience the stages fairly quickly, such as in a matter of weeks, where another person may take months or even years to move through the place of acceptance. Whatever time it takes for you to move through these stages is perfectly normal. Your pain is unique to you. Your relationship to the person you lost is unique, and the emotional processing can feel different to each person. It is acceptable for you to take the time you need and remove the expectation of how you should be performing as you process your grief. Now, you can be going through this grief and there are other people who may go through this grief, so you need to understand how you can help while others are grieving. It can be very difficult to know what to say or do when someone has experienced loss. We do our best to comfort uh, others but sometimes our best effort can feel inadequate and unhelpful. Here are a couple of things to keep in mind. Firstly, avoid rescuing or fixing another person when they're grieving. The person who is grieving does not need to be fixed. In an attempt to be helpful, we may be uplifting, give hopeful comments, or even some humor to try ease their pain. Although the intention is good, this approach can leave people feeling as if their pain is not seen heard or valid. Secondly, don't force it. We may want to so badly to help and for the person to feel better, so we believe that nudging them to talk and the process their emotions before they're truly ready will help them faster. 
this is not necessarily true and it can actually be an obstacle to their healing. Next, make yourself accessible. Offer space for people to grieve. This lets the person know we're available when they're ready. We can invite them to talk with us, but remember to provide understanding and validation if they're not ready just yet. Remind them that you're there and not to hesitate to come to you. I hope you enjoyed, even though it's a bit somber and melancholy, but you enjoyed this episode of Five Point Fridays, where we talked about the five stages of grief. Remember, first, it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If you're interested in any books and merchandise, please head over to the website. Have a fantastic Friday. Learn about these five stages of grief. Go through the five stages of grief yourself to get to the point of acceptance. Know that people grieve differently. And if you're going through grief or another person's going through grief, there are ways that you can be there while they are grieving. Avoid fixing or rescuing them. Don't force them to grieve and make yourself accessible to them. Have a fantastic Friday. Enjoy winding down or getting ready to keep on grinding over the weekend. And I will see you on the next episode.